Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? Welcome to part two of We Survived the 90s in a Portuguese Catholic School. If you liked part one, we promise we won't disappoint you here in part two. If you still need to go back and listen to that one first, go ahead and do so. We'll be here waiting. Okay, but just a real quick funny story from last night before we get started, because I was out with my daughter and she asked, we were at a Portuguese restaurant, very traditional Portuguese restaurant. And she asked if they had any ice cream for dessert. And the waitress was like, no, I don't have any ice cream. And then she walked away and a table, a couple tables away from us was celebrating a birthday. It was a big group and they had this Carvel ice cream cake. They had just come out with it a little while ago and they were all saying happy birthday. And like five minutes later, this waitress comes back to our table with a piece of that family's <laughs> Carvel cake to give to her because she was so sad that she had no ice cream oh. for her. And I'm like, did you tell them that you just gave away part of their cake? And like, no. Like, <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't fly in an American restaurant. No, it wouldn't. It There'd be laws against have. that. Like, you know, you can't serve right. one person's cake to another table. Because, like, he took the cake in the back, cut a piece off, and threw it on a plate for your kid. No, I... <laughs> and was like, hey, hey, querida, here's a piece of ice cream. Right, right. To catch ice cream, pack a lot. Right, exactly. <laughs> Getting into our episode... Something we haven't really touched on yet for the school that I think is important is that, I mean, it was probably haunted, right? Oh, 100%. The school was built in 1910. So you know there's some ghosts in that building. The school name, I know we talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but it means, so it's a Portuguese word, but it means holy spirit or holy ghost and i'm like the ghost is right there it's right yeah. in the name <laughs> it really was the school that we attended was like an addition so that that was yeah. the newer part of the school that we were and that was built our in classrooms like, were in in the 60s there was this door that you pushed through and you, it took you to the old side of the school right it used to be the old school and the ch- old church and yeah. then when we were there it was used for like a bunch of random uses like that was the room I, for the computers or if you had to go and do something weird you'd go the, <laughs> that was the, the nurse's, nurse's office. office was in there so that's when we all found out that's where you did your scoliosis check <laughs> that's where you did your eye your eye yes. check which we used to cheat on that all the time do you remember one of our dear friends we would like poke her back didn't we like try to outline the letter for her no, I think we would just poke. So it was just, now it's different. So now if you go do an eye test, you have to actually say what the letters are, I think. But it used to just be E's. Yeah. There was all the letter E right. and they would either be up, down, left, or right. Do you remember that we had that conversation not too long ago with another friend of ours that wears glasses and me and you don't wear glasses? And we were like, are we supposed to get like eye tests done? Like, I don't get an eye test done. Do you get one when you get your license? Yeah, you, right. But like at your doctor's, you don't. But like, no. she was just like, oh, you guys should just like get your eyes checked here and there. And we're like, no, we don't. No. 
You're not supposed to be able to see road signs at night, right? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But you're right. Now, like, it's the letters now, but back then was just the E's. I think it was just E's and you had, in all directions. Like, yeah, all different directions. And yeah. so our friend was terrified of needing glasses. She was like, I don't care. The hell of high water, I'm not getting glasses. And we're like, oh, she has glasses now, right? She, well, she recently got LASIK before her wedding. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but... She was terrified. So she's like, you guys have better eyesight than me. You can see the ease, right? So stand behind me because we had to line up and just kind of go one at a time. And she would say, stand behind me and tap on my shoulder in the direction. That's what it was. Of the E. (laughs) And so we forged her eye tests through through middle school. I remember that. All the miscellaneous shit that went down in the school happened in this weird wing. Do you remember there was like the big statue of like jesus and one of them it was like the statue jesus that you would hold or whatever the processions oh and like i remember one of them that was like way in the back like just like stored there somewhere yeah i think it was like at the end so like they could just take it out easily because that's where the procession would start from yeah but other than that so it was just underutilized just a weird part of the school doc maybe it was like echoey. Yeah, it musty. <laughs> it had a whole different vibe. Like when you went through that set of doors, you knew you were in a different space yeah. than what our regular school was. was. Yeah. And so there was bathrooms yep. in that wing of the, the school, but they weren't the bathrooms that you would use in the hallways outside the classrooms. Nope. So you very rarely use these bathrooms. They were massive. I know. And they were creepy as hell. There was the rumor that, like, the girls' bathroom specifically in that wing yes. was haunted. It was haunted. Yep. And you'd go in there and shit would just, shit was happening. In yeah. There. Like, we the would, toilets were flushing on their own. Like, didn't lights, like, flicker? Yes. And that's where we decided to go do Bloody Mary. <laughs> so we, yeah, I think that was, like, a common thing. Like, your rite of passage, you'd have to go in and say <laughs> Bloody Mary three times in that mirror. Why would we go back there? Like, teachers wouldn't yell at us for going back there, though, right? And when did we have the free time to go back to there? that bathroom? I don't know. It was far and few between. Maybe, like, if you were in the computer room. You could use those bathrooms. Bath- and you had to go to the bathroom. You'd go to that one because it was closer than yeah. going back out to the regular school. But, like, other than going to the nurse or using the computers, we didn't have to go in that little. Well, you'd walk through it to get to the lunchroom and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that was like a quick, you would walk yeah. in quick, bang a right and go up the stairs. Right. But other than that, we didn't have to go and explore in there, but we did. Like, how did like a couple of us get to go to the bathroom at the same time? Oh, like, I remember Mary? there being like three of us in there at the same time, and I can't really figure that out. Yeah. Like, we just went in there and did what he married. <laughs> <laughs> and then wondered why we felt it was haunted. Because we were sum- summoning. <laughs> The spirit. <laughs> we thought we were like witches or something. I don't know. I don't know what we thought. But I feel like every class did that. Yeah. Like, like that was passed down yeah. from class to class. Like, like I genera- heard of that from older Generations, girls. yeah. It was like just a generational. You went into that bathroom and you did Bloody Mary. Right. Like we didn't make that up. No. No. Because I don't even, we probably didn't even know what Bloody Mary was. And we just, we learned right. from them. We were going to wait for another episode to talk about this, but one of the rooms one of the rooms in that wing was used for 
the adoration of the Eucharist. Okay. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yep. Which I don't even know how to explain to non-Catholics. Like the Eucharist is like Jesus's body and it sits in this little spiky montrance yeah. thing. And you have to watch it 24 hours a day. Somebody <laughs> always has to be attending to the Jesus wafer. And they would have these specific things where they would take it out of the church and they would put it in this room in this back creepy yep. wing of the school. And they had a sleepover. I like remember this now that you're bringing it up. It was a it co-ed out. sleepover yep. at a Catholic school. Don't know how they thought that was okay in middle school. And we were upstairs in the lunchroom, auditorium, gym, yep. former church yeah. with sleeping bags. And everybody was sleeping up there. And you would take turns going down and spending time watching the Jesus wafer. All night, yeah, around the I clock. Doing that, and re- all you could do, you had to be silent when you were in that room. But all you could do was read the Bible. Bring the Bible. You could bring the Bible and the Rosary, and you could read yep. to yourself quietly in your mind. You could read Bible the passages. Big, the big red Bible. Yeah, and you would do that in this room. So, like, why do we have the feeling that this part of the church was haunted or creepy? Maybe because you made us stay up all night and in watch- the middle of the night. And yeah. watch a Jesus wafer in silence. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, what if you ate that wafer? Oh, straight to hell. Couldn't just, like, pop in a new one? Straight to hell. <laughs> you cannot touch that. No, we couldn't. That spiky like, monstrance I... with your mere mortal hands. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. You would just go down there and be like, oh, I couldn't sleep. So I'm going to go down into the room. Yep. But you couldn't leave the room. Like, if you happen to be the only person left in the room, you, you couldn't leave the room to, like, go get the next person to yeah. come in. You had to stay there until so somebody no decided they wanted to come. No, you were stuck. <laughs> you were stuck. And you better not fall asleep. <laughs> but it's like, why are we doing this as young kids? Why are they making us do it? I mean, it was, I guess it was all part of the... <laughs> part of the experience was it <laughs> like why are we doing this but you have the priest probably in home in, in his in his bed sleeping and where he is staying up i think it was supposed to be an honor for us i paid we paid to go to that school <laughs> we should have, we shouldn't have to be staying up do you think that was a school night uh, i remember i feel like it was like wasn't it a friday night that we did that why would our parents allow that? That was probably the only time I was able to sleep out. <laughs> was to watch the Jesus waver at Yo, Dad, overnight. Sleeping over. I gotta go watch Jesus. So okay. Weird. <laughs> so that same room, the same room that we adored the Jesus wafer, <laughs> they held a haunted house in that same room. I don't remember the timing of which came first, but. The school put on a haunted house, like a real, actual, scary haunted house, and it weaved through the old part of the school, through different rooms, like through the doors and the different classrooms, because they were all connected and stuff out there. And I'm pretty sure this must have been first before the Jesus wafer, because I think I was young when I, this happened, yeah, the haunted house. the haunted house. house was younger. Because it we, traumatized me. Yes, because we all have a fear of, from this haunted house. So that was a lot. We were younger. 
the haunted house had a section where you went through and there were people there just grabbing ankles as you walked through. And I've never been the same. Nope. Still one of my biggest fears. Can't sleep with my feet hanging over my bed. I don't reach the edge of my bed. but (laughs) For the longest time, like decades, I'd have to get a running start to my bed. Just jump right in. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing under my bed now because I like, have a whole like feng shui. I can't sleep if there's like things underneath my bed. So I, I know there's nothing underneath my bed. So I don't have the fear that's like there's a man underneath my bed now or like a monster or a boogeyman underneath my bed. But for a really long time, I did the same. So why do you not have a fear that there's a man under your bed now? Because now it's empty and he would fit. <laughs> you bitch. Now I'm going to put crap under my bed just so no one can fit underneath. (laughs) We haven't really talked about recess. Yeah, so we had a parking lot as running around area. We didn't have basketball hoop to throw basketballs into. We had to think of our own stuff to do during recess. There was no playground. No. Well... There was, like, a a city playground that was nearby that we could sometimes take, like, a little field trip to. We'd walk all the way over there, but it was a far walk. And it was sketchy. Super sketchy. Yeah. But they they had a, like, playground swings and all that slides and, like, a basketball hoop, at least. Yeah, I mean, it was, we're millennials, so it was, like, the metal slide that would burn your ass. Yeah, but it was, like... Wicked sketchy, far back into the corner, down this like massive field. Don't even know if it's still there today. And yeah. no one could probably hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't go there often. No. We were mostly confined to that. I think like that lot. was like a reward if we went there because it had like, right. swings. You know what I mean? It was like a classroom incentive. Yeah. If you guys are good, then we can go walk to the park. And you can get hepatitis. <laughs> like at the time, we didn't think it was like sketchy ish. I think we no, all we kind of yeah, we knew. We knew. There was this weird tube that you could hang out with, and it was just smelled weird. of urine. Yeah, it was called the sex tube because people apparently had sex in it all the time. No idea. Yeah, it's probably not a great idea that you like young kids playing that. It's anyway. probably a rumor. <laughs> Who knows how that shit started? Yeah. Exactly. But Um, so the parking lot was our main place to play, just a paved parking lot. And all we had to do was walk on the curbs. We'd just like walk in a line following each other around the curb. Like, they didn't even provide like, you know, like baseball bats. Like, I know we had stuff during gym class, but recess, like, we didn't have any, they didn't provide anything with us. And like, no one brought their own. Like, could we not? I do remember somebody bringing in a skip it and like breaking ankles one time. I remember the skip it. The skip it was. Yeah. But then it got banned. Oh, I'm um, sure. <laughs> I think it As did. it should, because that <laughs> shit hurt. It, it, it really did. If you didn't jump. Well, uh, we also had jump ropes. I do remember the jump ropes. We, yeah. right, we did the whole double dutch. We were right into the, the jump rope. It was mostly just curb walking. We did curb walking where we like balance and we put one foot in front of each other and just like whoever fell off first sucked. 
<laughs> yeah, like I don't know what we the didn't end have a goal good concept to it. We did a lot of tag. Yeah. So here's something I just thought of. There's a lot of things that you would do at recess, like even if it was like those little like hand clapping yep. game, you know, Miss Mary Mac yep. and like that sort of thing or whatever dumb shit we were doing in the playgrounds. How are those things universal experiences? At that time when you didn't have the internet and things weren't going viral, like how was all of America playing Miss Mary Mac? Yeah. Like how did it get around to just everybody doing it? It doesn't make sense to me. It's true. Like, it was, was it just like one big game of telephone? <laughs> and like one kid passed it to another kid and just passed it to another kid? But I feel like that, that game would take school. a really long time. <laughs> and maybe that's why there's like different versions of games. <laughs> I guess, but like, there's so much stuff. Like, I mean, millennials always love talking about that stupid, like, Superman S that we would always draw. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like why were why was everybody drawing that? That was always on like all of our covers of our uh, book. We had to cover all our books on top of it. We had plastic grocery bags. <laughs> the the paper. Sorry. And I was I would, gonna say that's. I would write my essays. <laughs> that's bush league. <laughs> plastic grocery bags. No, bag. not plastic. We would play play like. What is it? Cat's cradle. Oh yeah. Yep. With the string. Yeah. It's not a string. It's like stretchy. Yeah. Like elastic. Yeah. How did we learn the moves? I know. It's like our parents didn't teach us that. No. They didn't know that stuff. How did we know the moves? The six moves before it fell apart and I didn't know how <laughs> to get it back. But I don't know. You see it now with everyone, like people post things on the internet that they did when it was kids, and you're just like, holy crap, we did the same thing. So you you touched on this already earlier, but when it was feast time or starting to get around feast time, they would literally bring a cow to the parking lot. Yeah. So we'd be having recess with a, just a little cow just chilling in the parking lot. That was a good time, though, when we had that just cow. Shitting, <laughs> shitting in the parking lot. It was at least something to look at and talk to. <laughs> We had nothing at recess. You just, you would roll up to school and you'd smell the fresh manure and you're like, it's feast time. Yeah. There's a cow in the parking lot. And we're like in the city. Like we're not, this was not rural no. farmland. No. Like I wonder if they had to get like any permits or anything to have a cow. <laughs> he would be there like a couple of days before. Oh yeah. Like he was there. He was there in advance yeah. of that feast. I'm sure they had to rent out that little, uh. His pen. Square foot <laughs> pen that he stated. It's so sad. Another activity that I remember being super into, because again, we had nothing else to do during recess and we were just in a parking lot. So it was surrounded by a perimeter fence, like a chain link fence. And somehow we decided to come up with the game of we're going to sprint as fast as we can towards the fence. And when we get close to the fence, you're going to leap and jump and just like Spider-Man grab on as high as you could on the fence. Yeah. And you just see who could end up the highest on the fence, just like grabbing onto it from a sprint and a jump. Yeah. And the problem with that was (laughs) that we had uniforms and skirts and nylons. Uh So I wore nylon little pantyhose under my skirts every day. 
and we would play this stupid fence game. And inevitably, every day, the fence would rip my nylons. Yeah. And you would get yelled at when you got home. My dad's like, I do not understand how you're going through a new pair of pantyhose every day. How are these ripping every day? What are you doing? And you're not telling them that you're playing this game where you're jumping on the fence. <laughs> Dad, I'm sprinting full speed at the fence and I'm jumping up onto it and clinging as high as I can. And I just rip my pantyhose instantly every time. You have to like find things to do. Was my dad was- every day CBS <laughs> buying a new pair of pantyhose. Does he know now? I don't know. I'll have to tell him. You should. I'm afraid he's, he was so mad about that. <laughs> he might bill you for all those. <laughs> like, he was working hard at the factory, and I was just ripping through pantyhose. I remember, like, my, I had to, like, come home immediately and take my pantyhose off. If they were, like, in good condition still, those came off right away. So I could keep wearing those. <laughs> they had to get, like, a little quick little wash, hand wash, and they were good to wear. And then sometimes if you got a little bit off, you'd have to put yep. a was little like clear nail, nail polish, polish. So we could, or hairspray or something to like yep. keep it from running. And the other activity, we'll get into uniforms in another episode. We're not going to deep dive there. But another activity was in the dirt. So sometimes they would let us off the pavement and into like that field <laughs> next door. I feel like we're in a prison yard. <laughs> it sometimes. was. It was very prison yard like. Sometimes he would let us <laughs> play in the dirt. We would go to the field. Yep. Next door, like right across it was there. Like it was kind of like a soccer field. Yeah, just kind of a big open field. Yeah. And it was grass or dirt and muddy, whatever. And we, how did we bring the fort? Like, were we just carrying a fort? We didn't have pockets. No, we didn't have pockets in our skirt. But somehow. somehow we always had a plastic oh, fork. How do they do us. it in prison? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we were smuggling plastic forks out to the field. And we were digging in the yeah. dirt. Like we would just dig for the whole recess period as deep as you could, Did which it? was like two inches. What? And we were like, we're digging a China. Yeah, but I was just going to say that. We thought we were trying to dig the China. And this, we were not like five. When no, we were, we were doing a little that. bit older already, too. We were in like eighth grade. No, I remember. And we that. were digging to China. Let's presume that we actually had gotten a hole straight through the center of the earth. Like, is China <laughs> even on the other side of where we were? I don't know. I don't think so. Our geography teacher. <laughs> I hope he's not listening right now. He's gonna be like, I failed these two. Yes. It'd be a couple of days before we went back. It rained, probably snowed by that time. Oh, we were we dig always the- digging in the same hole? I think so. Or, like, at that point, it was, like, covered. Because we wouldn't always go there back to back. You're right. I do think we were digging in the same hole. We were like, you know, today's the day we're going to make some progress. <laughs> yeah, like, if we were constantly going to that field every day for recess, we possibly could have been in China. We were on a mission. We were. It was like just, just like prison where they're trying to like make a hole in their like cell block. <laughs> little, bit, little by little, they had to work on it every day. Our school was not a prison. <laughs> I hate to keep comparing it. Okay. But speaking of people who should have been in prison, <laughs> the school would have dances, sponsored uh. dances. It was supposed to be a school dance. And other schools 
in the area would have them, and they were more PG. They were like ours was bad. You had to like attend the school to go to their your dances, and then like you had to know somebody that attended the school to go with. Because at I would, the other schools, at the other schools, ours ours was like an inner city rave. Yeah, it was a we we loved it. <laughs> it was the place to be. It was Friday night. We were so sheltered. Again, sixty kids in our whole middle school, just only Portuguese people. We knew nothing. Yeah, and we would go to this da- church-sponsored dance, dance in the church with basement. Like a DJ and everything. Real DJ. It was packed, mosh pit. Yeah, packed, and it, it was open to the public. Yep, that's when I knew I had a love for DMX. <laughs> It was open to the public, and I do not think it was age-restricted. No, it was definitely not age-restricted. They had, like, a DJ. The DJ didn't, wasn't, like, censored on what he could play. Because when I saw them dancing, I'm like, wow, they're dancing pretty close to each other. <laughs> didn't know what grinding was, but that's what they were doing. Oh, I mean, there was grinding only at that yes. dance. Grinding room only. I just remember, like, the first time going, and we just kind of, like, Culture shock. Stood there. We were just like, like a deer in headlights, kind of like, oh my God, like, what are we, like these Our people- parents willingly dropped us off at yep. this event. Like, they had no idea what was in there no. behind those doors. I remember going to other school dances and it was like going to Disney compared to our dances. Right. So the other <laughs> school dances, like you said, they were restricted to like who could access it. Yeah. They I was were just, chaperoned. Like, advertised. It was like limits of the amount of people that you could have in there. Like they were like they felt empty. Yeah. Like spatially, you'd look around. There was enough room for the Holy Spirit in between right. everybody dancing. Ours, like you said, they put like flyers around town <laughs> and just let all the riffraff in. It was insane, but we loved it, and we looked forward to it, and we like planned our outfits oh, around of it. You had to bring the glow sticks. And we like, we would talk about all week what we were going to wear. Like we had like. Who was going to drop you off. Yeah. Whose mom was picking you up. I was, I always tagged along with you always. 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) My parents were coming to pick me up that late. Because like it ended. What, like 11? It was late. 11? Yeah, I remember being late. It was late. And there was. These giant like dance circles and people were break dancing and there was oh, glow yeah. sticks and you'd put the little the little tiny ones and you'd put them in your mouth. Yeah, and, like, I re- just oh my god. You'd stick the the more full size glow sticks. You'd stick them like in the front of your shirt, sure, your, like your yeah. tank top, like at your bra. <laughs> Illuminate <laughs> the globes. <laughs> it's not like it was like a complete like it didn't serve like alcohol or anything like that. It was just like. You would go to the, the little bar section they had. They had like water and like Coca-Cola. Probably. <laughs> I do remember there being a coat check. So you'd come in. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a coat check. I think it was just you, you go hang your coat up on that coat rack over there. And you'd go and it was like in the little hallway and there was like statues of like Jesus and yeah, Mary. Yeah. And the, yeah. Where you're hanging your coat and then yeah. you're just DMXing wheel way back into oh, the man. dance. Yeah, so that's when we, like, met. We met, like, several interesting people, but we always, like, there's, like, one that we always kind of remember. Because he was so, he was much older than we were. A lot older, yeah. 
didn't attend our school, didn't attend our church, don't even think he was Portuguese. So what we exchanged at that time, we didn't have cell phones, so we exchanged AIM screen names, yep. was how you would like contact this person <laughs> after the dance. And this person told us they were in the mafia and their AIM screen name had the word mafia in it, so I believed it. Yeah, we all believed it. We I still this- believe it. Yeah, I still- he was in the mafia. <laughs> <So did you. laughs> Why would he lie about it? They had chaperones, but they didn't like stop anyone from like grinding. Like, Those chaperones didn't... were questionable. No one like came in and was like, "Hey, break it up." No space, like six feet between you guys. Like, come on. Those chaperones, they were just trying to make sure everyone got out of there without getting stabbed. That yeah. was what was happening in there. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. No other things were going to be broken up other than, like, knife fights in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't have anyone, like, going in and being, like, you know, trying to break people up. It was just, uh, you could, you did anything you wanted. And our parents didn't know that's where we were going to. They, I mean, when they pulled into that parking lot, like, there's a line at the door. You see in the riffraff. They should have just turned that car around right then and there. It was like a nightclub. It absolutely was. Yeah. It's like our day and age of a nightclub. That would rival any Boston nightclub today. (laughs) So for the hundreds of people that were in there that didn't attend this school and were just from where the freak ever they came from, because there was only 60 of us in the whole school. (laughs) Wherever the flyers were being (laughs) distributed. We felt like we owned that place because we attended the school. Oh, yeah, of course. We would walk in there like hot shit. Yep. Listen, you get out of here. Are you setting up these tables for grandparents' lunch later? Did you set up the chairs for the turkey shoot down here? I don't think you did. With our, like, spaghetti strap tank tops with our jean skirt. (laughs) Thinking that we own that church basement. We walked around there like, this, we really, is, this is our house. Yep, we really did. We, and I, do you, I feel like I don't even remember any, do you remember any of the boys in our class going? It was like a big deal for us girls. That's a great question now, because all the boys that I distinctly remember at that dance didn't go to our school. Were outside strangers that we were meeting off the streets. Yeah. I can't wait till your mom listens to this part. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that somebody I met there had like a vibrating tongue ring. Like it was light up colored and. And he dated a lot of, a lot of, I didn't date him, but he dated like a lot of girls. (laughs) Some other things that too that we did, we had to like the fundraise. So not only did we pay to go there, we also had to fundraise and bring in money. For what? Like, what was that money for? <laughs> like, we're not giving you enough? I know. No idea. So we had, like, several different kinds. We had, like, the skate-a-thon that I never really went to because I don't know how to skate till this day. Uh, the walk-a-thon. You know how to walk. Yeah, I know how to walk. Barely, you know. <laughs> Uh, the bullathon. The bullathon was like a fun one. Yeah, no, that was yeah. fun. I never understood like the concept of a fundraiser with a pledge sheet. So like we had these pledge sheets that we had to go around and get people to sponsor us. So you'd have to go around and just ask people for money and be like, 
hi, can you sponsor me for the bullathon? Right. What does that mean? What is that person getting? The person is just saying, I'm putting $5 to sponsor you for the bullathon just so you can go to the bullathon and have a bowling day. That's pretty much all I I don't understand. Yeah. Because they didn't get anything out of it. No, like at least if you're selling chocolates, they get a freaking chocolate. chocolate bar. Yeah, we never did the chocolate bar. No, we just had, we always did just, we like just made pledge people sheet. give us money for nothing in return. A hundred percent of the time. My dad would take that to his bar. <laughs> he would take that stupid sheet, colored sheet, like neon yellow sheet, in front of back. Too, didn't it? Because the school thought... I used to have to staple pages together, Kelly. Yeah. Front and back because they were full. Yeah. My dad would take it to the bar. Oh, and I would have so many mo- so much money from it. They weren't... They were drunk. They're not paying attention. That was a parent Probably fundraising wor- thing because not... No kid in our class or our school was going around... Oh, no. ...asking people for money. It was like... Here, mom, I got this pledge sheet. Can you bring it to work? Our parents probably hated doing it. Like, having to go ask around, like, hey, can you give my kids some money? Like, you're not going to get anything out of it. You're not getting a chocolate bar. Just give me money. Yeah. That had to- In a denomination of your choosing. I'm going to judge you for it forever if you only give me a dollar. Yeah. If you give me five, you're, you're doing a little bit better. Look, Uncle Joe gave ten. Yeah. See, your aunt only gave two dollars. So your uncle's better. Family drama probably yeah. started because of that sheet. Because you could see who signed on to the right. sheet before you got to it. It's it's not great. They should we should have done the chocolate. Why didn't we do that? It would cost them money. Yeah, they wanted maximum money without yeah giving anything up for it. Yeah. So I didn't sense. really understand it because, like, I guess like the bowling activity or the skating, like we were enjoying something out of this. So was all the fundraising just to pay for us to go to that activity so that we could do something fun, or were they like pocketing some of the money to do something I'm sure else? They had to pocket because, like, walkathon, like that's not fun. Yeah, the walkathon, they didn't have to pay for that. They just we just walked just walk outside. The street. Yeah, skateathon and the bowlathon, you obviously have to pay the, at the place. But, right, but like, what was that extra money going for, going towards? I think it, should, it was supposed to. We be paid for our own lunches. We paid tuition. It should have technically go for maintenance of the school. <laughs> no idea. Do you think it's like a private school? They don't get like funded. They get um, funded out of every parent's pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get funded. But I guess they don't get funded like publicly, like public schools. But if we've already paid for everything else, what are we funding for? And like, the church was already getting money from us in the envelopes. Apparently not from my mom, because she got yelled at for not going. So, our school money shouldn't have been going to the church. No. I feel like that can't do that. I was about to say, like, okay, to put on the Christmas play, but literally my mom had to go and sew our, she had to create the costume for me and sew our own costume yeah for every play we were in from yeah. kindergarten through eighth grade you were responsible for your own damn costume yeah you, was, you, you had these portuguese ladies just sewing these costumes together from scratch yeah they didn't provide a costume for you you need to make an angel costume <laughs> that has to look exactly like this one yeah like i remember like the wings were like those those white mesh yeah but like, you'd have to make them yourself yeah 
And did he did we have like Michaels at the time? I don't know. We had like a Bradley's and a Kmart. I don't think we had like a craft store at the time. Like my mom would go and buy. They must have had a craft store because my mom would go and buy like right. a pattern, a sewing like pattern maybe for a fabrics. clown. Yeah. Yep. Like she'd go out and be like, "Okay, this year's Christmas play theme is clowns," which I don't understand why that was a theme. She'd go out and buy a clown pattern and sew me a clown costume. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh, your uncle has a clown wig laying around. You can use that. And I'm like, <laughs> what are all the other kids doing? Yeah. No, I know. How did that come together? I was Everyone's always- just off just sewing their own shit. I always made sure to be backstage. <laughs> Eighth grade one, when I think is the one that you're a clown, I was backstage. I was backstage. No, now. I was a doll in eighth grade. The clown was like years before that. Oh, yeah. You were a clown, too. You weren't backstage in like fifth grade. Oh, then I don't, but I don't remember what my mom did. That's what I'm saying. She there was one sold. year that was like pajamas and yeah, I wore okay. like a weather vane, like. I remember the pajamas. Velvet pajama yeah. set. Yep. Yeah. I forgot the thought you were a doll because you were toys. You were toys in eighth grade. Right. That's right. My mom handed me that costume too. Yeah. So the money wasn't going to that. No. And they were getting ticket sales, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what else did we have to fund? Interesting because that fun, this one fundraiser, this one time, because the classes would have prizes for which class raised the most money. And this one year, our class won, and our prize was a trip to the principal's house. Yep. <laughs> that didn't cost her any money. No. She put that money right in her pocket. We went mini golfing really quick. I remember that. Quick and then little, we went back to her house. We went back to her house and we had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch there. It was probably was like-, like school catered lunch that she brought on the bus. <laughs> with those like white bags of potato chips that say potato chips. Which those are so good though. Those I are- didn't appreciate them at the time. No, I know. Those with like a milk carton yeah. right now <sighs> would hit the spot. Those are like good potato chips. But... Uh- I'm sure she didn't. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't. She wasn't out there grilling filet mignon for us. She was no. Yeah, no. We didn't grill anything. We were just hanging out in her yard and we ate. She didn't have games for us. Like no. she just brought the class. To I don't her know backyard. what the purpose of that was. Like was she taking a nap inside? Like what was going <laughs> on? What was the purpose of that trip? I don't know. That was our reward, though. It's like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> there was a juice box. At one point that we were provided, I know, because one of the kids in our class got scolded for this. He, pre- he put the juice box in front of him. He pretended he was peeing out of the straw <laughs> onto a rock. Like, he just kind of, like, turned his body so it looked like he was peeing on this rock, but he was just squeezing the juice box. It was, like, her prized landscaping rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she <laughs> lost it. Yeah, I remember that. He got scolded for that because it stained it. I think it was like a, didn't it stain a little bit? I mean, it didn't stain it. It was like there was a wet spot on it and the rest of the rock was dry. It was yes, like apple Why juice. did she get so mad about it then? You just take a hose at it. I mean, or don't. Like, it's just a rock. <laughs> but then again, the kid that did this. Oh, he <laughs> He had a punchable face. Yeah. But yeah, he was, he did have a punchable face. <laughs> we love you. We're just kidding.
So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.